What's up, all my double agents? How's everybody doing? You know, I'm a little bit sorry to the party, but I'm here. But welcome back to Standard Definition, where we talk about the now, the before, and the later. And we recap the challenge 36 double agents. Yeah, so, um, do I have any other um, things to talk about before we get into the episode? Besides apologizing for my tardiness. Um, oh, yeah, I watched RuPaul's Drag Race UK today today being thursday the 14th of january 2021 and i just want to say that i'm going to give my opinions on my next episode of um standard definition which will be the uh rupaul's drag race recap, recap excuse me but um in one word i'm gagged so yeah without further ado let's get into this recap of the challenge 36 double agents title skyfall So we start the episode off post-elimination, coming back to the house after Nelson versus Fessy, the headbanger hard bra. And, you know, Corey, TYB member, affiliate, is feeling away. My guy is feeling away. And I love Corey now. I've learned to love him. I've watched him ever since Rivals. And, you know, I had to learn to love Corey. So I'm a Corey fan this season, definitely. So Corey's feeling away. He um feels like, you know, Fessy is basically self-centered. Basically, he worries about himself. He didn't really take into consideration Corey or Nelson before trying to go into the elimination against him. And he claimed to be both of their friends. So it was kind of shady on his behalf. And his basically, wow, his, <laughs> his response basically was like, either way, he would have lost a friend. Like, Fessy's way of trying to rationalize him going in was chicken shit we all know that Fessy is chicken shit we all know that and Corey basically says I need to find uh, first of all I need to find another word I need to find new verbiage I'm tired of saying basically but it just sums it up in a very like I don't know cute way but uh see I can't even continue on without saying basically but basically <laughs> basically Corey says don't use the word friend because he never really considered Nelson a friend, and friends would have never pulled the move that he pulled. And, you know, to sum it up, Corey is upset that Fessy is um, selfish. And mm, Fessy kind of has this argument that who's going to look after him in this game if he doesn't. But at the end of the day, we're still in the beginning of the season. You have more than enough allies, quote-unquote, in the game for you to fall back on an elimination before coming in and trying to get your goal score. I just felt like it was selfish. But again, but then again, I understand being selfish in the game at certain times. It's not really too, you know, taboo. So Josh chimes in or whatever. That's exactly what I have written in my notes. Josh chimes in dot, dot, dot whatever because it's just like whatever he starts his confessional off saying he tries his hardest not to jump in and da, 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 da. but it's just like why do you have to include yourself and then the way you go about it is so pussy it's just like let go of my let go of fessy hair first of all because Corey was already beating him the fuck up you ain't have to come in and pull his hair and get your little kick in that wasn't even cute i didn't live for that and he was just like Oh, you're just so selfish. Do, 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 do. You knew I wanted to go in. But the word on the street is that you did it. And you told Tori that you did not And that's exactly why Tori stepped in and checked your ass and said what the fuck she said. I don't even remember what she said. Quite frankly, I'm over Tori to even remember anything that she's saying nowadays. 
But Tory came in and said basically he's pretending. Like, don't try to sit there and act all tough because you did this, I did this, we're all being messy. Don't try to come in and try to add fuel to the fire. Basically, I thought that's what she was trying to say. So, next thing I had written down is basically Gabby, Big C, and both of the Ambers are sitting down and um, basically it's a group consensus that they feel like they need to rally up because in the house, it's this narrative going on, which was kind of made by Tory that all the like all the rookies and all the quote-unquote little people in the house are layups and i kind of feel like it's a shitty narrative because the challenge has been going on for 36 seasons now we've had like three spinoff seasons we had a challenge spring break we've seen some shit go down we've seen some underdogs and some little people and some people that have been counted out rise to the occasion so the fact that we're on the 36th season and people are still coming in naive and trying to paint the narrative that rookies and quote-unquote little people are weak. It's just kind of corny. Tory, you lost respect, man, respect because of that. I just feel like, what was the reason? What was the reason? So basically, Gabby chimes in in her confessional and she says that she feels like when she's talking to the people that she's in the room talking to, she's her and blase, blase. But when she talks to, like, people like Anissa and Tori, like, they'll, like, basically brush it off and just be like, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Like, basically, like, she's not heard by the people who've been there for a couple seasons. And it's kind of just like, I can see that. I can see that. So, basically, we hear C... Wow. CC and Big C, those names aren't going to mix up. I'm giving you guys disclaimers now. But we see that... Big T wants to shake it up this episode. My girl, my queen, my sis, my everything wants to shake it up this episode. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I forgot to even start off this episode by saying this was a juicy episode. Skyfall was a juicy episode. I'm just going to put that out there. Like this episode was like. I'm kind of irritated because, of course, I follow a lot of people who talk about the channels on Twitter. So, I knew about most of the episode before, it, like, I was able to watch it. But watching it still was just, like, the first time watching it. It was, like, it was it was layered. It was layered. So, yeah. Hawk and Fuzzy Bunny talk. Hawk and Fuzzy Bunny talk. And, basically, Big T says to CT that she doesn't like the word layup she's over it and she feels like y'all gonna keep trying to say this word blase blase all right now it's time to shake it up now i'm about to put the people in who you know whatever i'm about to put the person who was saying that the layups was against one of her besties what's up yeah like yeah so basically she said she wanted to do that if the week worked out in her favor or whatever or if she had the power basically that's what she said and they and that conversation of basically with the consensus that they wanted to put Tori against Anissa boom we got that so overall post elimination it was a lot of tension and conspiring going on it was a lot of tension like the house was tense after that elimination because for Fessy to go on against Nelson like I said on the last episode of standard definition or the last challenge recap episode i said the devil's fucked up i just felt like it was unnecessary behavior it was just corny to me so yeah kyle also mentions that tori is 
basically putting her a target on her back by going after these rookies because the rookies this season and I felt like I've said this before the rookies this season are different they're ballsy they have a voice they're not not okay I'm not saying that the other rookies from past seasons didn't have voices but there wasn't a season that I've watched in the past couple years that have I, am I like even formulating a correct sentence right now I feel like I'm just talking no I'm not, I don't feel like I'm just talking but I feel like I'm like I have this this thing when I get on here, I don't get nervous, but I just mix my words up, letters or whatever. Like, no. But basically, what I'm trying to say is that for the past couple seasons, I haven't seen a group of rookies as a whole that have been this way. That these rookies are on double agents. So I'm just over impressed. So Kyle makes a point to say that basically, Tori, you're dumb because you're targeting these smart rookies, and there's more rookies than people that you have on your side. So we'll see flips page so basically we get to the challenge challenge time challenge fucking activated and before we even start my sis natalie gets medically dq out of nowhere and i hate when a fucking challenge does this they'll come out of nowhere and do something like this and it doesn't make sense with the storyline we didn't get anything last episode that alluded to anything of anything happening with natalie especially as far as her health goes so the fact that she's just unable to continue due to medical reasons it's just like whatever but we come to find out that she was pregnant or whatever i've seen that online and i was listening to the challenge podcast like the official challenge podcast but i stopped like four minutes in because i wanted to watch the episode and do my podcast before i listen to other people's recaps so i you know unbiased opinions i say said so basically that's the word on the street so basically she has to go you know she has to go and lo and behold we see a big ass mini like looking like a hummer limo pulling up and who the fuck hops out of the limo nobody but miss millionaire mitchell queen of getting brought back we love that for her yes coming out with the pigtails all cute giving cut i love that i love this episode this was a good episode guys like what the hell so she comes back and you know because basically natalie eliminated her so whatever bring her back so we get to the challenge titled agent down and basically the objective is for the men and the women because yeah because all of the groups are men and women i just noticed that i think that was intentional maybe i don't know um yeah the men of each heat have to pull out 200 yards i think it was 200 yards or i'm just making that up but a couple yards of some rope on a platform suspended in the air while their partner is standing on a platform with their hands over top of the platform they're standing on and they have to hold on but they're also standing on a platform that can drop by you know tj's will and the objective is for the men to hurry up pull the rope out of the hole that they're pulling out out of to go hold their partner's hand before the platform drops and once the platform drops and they're holding their partner they have to hold their partner as long as they can if they don't their partner drops and you guys know what happens after that so Starting off the challenge, it looks like Nam is beasting through the rope. Blase, 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 beastie Nam. We know Nam is a beast master. Hello. 
But ultimately, Jay pulls the rope out first. Not a surprise. Jay is like a low-key beast. People sleep on him, I think. Um, Yeah. So we see that Devin is kind of throwing this because he's like the worst partner ever. He doesn't really live for Tori. He doesn't really care. He has his goal squad. He's chilling. And at the end of the day, he doesn't really care. So Devin is throwing it. Blase, blase. We see all the men. I don't really have in which they fell down and were eliminated. I didn't really care to write that down. But Dev, wow. Jay outlasts Heat one. Jay outlasts Heat one. So he was the last man standing with his partner Teresa. They did that. Yes, they did. Moving right along to the next Heat. And I have written down on my notes. Let me see your scary face because this episode was so hilarious too. CT and Big T have this thing, and CT is just like, "Let me see your scary face." And Big T is so scared being in the air. She's like, like she's crying the whole time. And then CT was like, "Let me see your scary face." And then she was like, <laughs> "It was so funny. I swear, it was hilarious." But you know, there were they were a part of Heat too, along with other teams. Um. If you're watching the recap, I'm pretty sure you watched the episode. So, with that being said, you probably know who are in the heats by this point. Do the math. So, Corey doesn't get the fucking rope out. Everybody struggles. Michi and Corey are like the last two. Michi gets it out before Corey. And Corey just doesn't pull the rope out before his partner, Ashley. Mind you, Ashley is his new partner now because Natalie was his partner. Natalie left. Ashley comes back. You know, do the math. Ashley falls when the platform initially drops. Everybody else gets to hold on to their partner. So, basically, the last two standing of this heat are Josh and Ani and Big T and CT. Now, this is where I get annoyed with the challenge. Josh is such a fucking pussy. I hate him so much. I have never hated somebody on a channel. I actually hate Devin more than Josh. Devin and Josh are like top two. I fucking hate their guts. I hate them. And I really hate them. I hate is a strong word. I hate Devin and Josh. They both have this way of trying to get in where they can fit in with the camera. It's so fucking annoying. Sit down. So basically, Josh charged the campaign with CT very much like a big brother move. Like, oh my God. Sorry if y'all picking up me yelling on the mic, but it's so annoying. We're not on big brother. The big brother alliance this season sucks. Fessy, Casey, and, and fucking Josh suck. They suck as individuals and as a fucking group. They suck. Where's Paulie? Where's Natalie? We need Davon. Those are the core big brother players in these games. Like, these fucking BB20-ass motherfucking players, like, they need to go here somewhere. I'm over it. Seriously. So, Josh tries to fucking bargain with CT to drop. And CT is a challenge. That, that, that legend icon. You think CT is going for that drop shit? No. So, CT says, you drop. And Nani's like, no, Josh, don't fucking drop. What does fucking Josh do with his weak-minded, dumb, big brother ass? Drops Nani. So, CT and Big T are the winner of that heat. Basically, they are the winner of that heat. Josh is weak sauce. And to sum it up, 
CT and Big T are the winners of this challenge. They, as a team, make me so happy. They were so big. Ugh. Big T, like, was, I'm just so excited. This is, like, her first daily, I think. Yeah, I think this is, like, her first daily win, honestly. Snaps for her. She's a queen. And CT is such a good partner to her. CT is just, it's a different energy about CT this season. I feel like I, I love him more. I've always loved CT, but I love him more this season. He's not dead by CT no more. He's, like, the ruins CT. Like, old CT is back. Not the aggressive part, though. So, basically, I just love them as a team. So, we get to the post-challenge. Challenge is over. And I have written on my notes, Big T is queen. She walks in the house. She's the fucking queen. Nobody is safe. Nobody, buddy. Nobody is safe. Period. So, with that being said, tell it to my motherfucking heart. She wants to blindside these bitches. She wants whatever is going to be to be a blindside. But at the end of the day, her plans... Or set. She wants Anissa and Tori to go against each other. So one of them is going to be the house vote. And she's going to send the other one in. So that's set in stone. It's a women's elimination. She has that in her head. She wants to do that now that she has won the daily. And she has the power. Because before it was just like a conspiracy. Now she has the power to put it into effect. So she's the motherfucking queen. Bow the fuck down. Who the fuck are you? Nobody's safe. So. We get to the mother party the dome we get to the dome their quarantine version of the club of how they do it you know and basically big t is a motherfucking queen period she has her own vip in the dome she's having people come by she's bargaining with people Corey has to bring her coffee for the next two days she's coming everybody coming over coming to the queen she got security she got all of that and Basically, she's talking to everybody. She's talking to everybody for different reasons. But we do see her, where her head lies at when she talks to um, Gabby and Amber M. And I love Gabby and Amber M and Amber B and Big C as a group. I love them as a group. Just, just, this is, this is good. This is, this is, this is good. Okay? I'm so excited. This episode was so good. Like, seriously. So, basically, I'm going to skip to the part where Tori comes over there because Tori's fucking stupid. And I hate the fact that she wants to play fake like she actually um, cares for her. Yeah, you don't. So don't try to come over and try to give her your um, that bullshit of, oh, my God, good job. You did that, girlfriend. I'm so proud of you. No, bitch. No, because you would love to go against her in elimination. Like, you would love to. You would love to go against her in an elimination. Seriously. Like, you're so weak. Tori and Josh are the weak sauces of the episode. Period. So basically, when Tori comes over to Big T, Big T plays so dumb to her. Big T knows what she wants to do in her head, but she plays so dumb to Big T. I mean, she plays so dumb to Tori. And I feel like what Big T is doing this episode is going to make her worthy of future challenge seasons to come. Especially if they start doing like how they used to do it before, like the Vendettas, the Dirty 30. I feel like this move she made, this these moves and these thoughts processes that she's making this episode would warrant her for a rival season or Vendettas or Dirty 30 or Final Reckoning. Are you serious? She's like stamping her name in the challenge this episode and I love it for her. 
So yeah, she plays dumb to her. She's like, yeah, I don't, you know, know what I want to do. I don't kind of want to do what the house wants to do. Did it, did did did. And she's like, who are you thinking? And basically, Tori just is dumb. I want to go against a rookie. Did it? I want to go against somebody. Uh, Amber M. Did it? Did it? Amber M. Uh, girl. So basically, I'm gonna fast forward to the part where Amber M. Checks Tori. Amber M. Basically comes up and say like. Yeah, if you think I'm weak, tell me I'm weak to my face because at the end of the day, you going around and saying that all these people are weak without addressing them, it's weak. Amber M checked the fuck out of her in that, in that drawing. She ain't really had nothing to say. She just was like, yeah, like, whatever. It's just annoying that Tori is really pushing for Amber M. And you can see it after the dome and into the next day, she's going around, keeps just keep saying her name why are you so pressed for amber m you could have said gabby you could have said amber b you could have said anybody else that's not to the size and caliber of like a cam or an anisa in this season or a ashley you could even said ashley ashley was an easy pick she just came in she literally just came in, and she hasn't been there since week one. If you wanted to just have the easy way out and, you know, have somebody's name to throw in just for the fuck of it, you could have just said Ashley. You don't need to keep pushing for Amber M. You're weak. So let's move on to the motherfucking deliberation. Basically, we see Ashley saying, this time around, I'm going to shut my mouth because I'm not trying to go in anymore. We're not doing that anymore. And I'm like, yeah, Ashley. Yeah, shut your mouth. Yeah cool so yeah gabby starts it off and she basically starts it off basically um wow that was like really repetitive but she basically starts it off repetitive and says um she you know sparks the small versus big argument that tori kind of created that whole narrative she sparks it off tells her tells the house actually how she feels about the whole you know which you know which i'm call it and she feels like, you know, it's weak. Like, you don't know me. You don't know Amber M. You don't really know anybody that you're calling weak for you to be calling them weak. You don't know them their strengths. And Big T basically kind of just crushed that narrative because she slayed the daily. Something that you didn't slay, period. You keep calling everybody weak, but you're not performing to what you used to perform when you were on the, like, past challenges. She is, like, like you weren't performing you're not performing to the point where you would be brought back as a mercenary even if they started doing that again you wouldn't even be brought back as a mercenary girl bye literally so yeah that's just basically the consensus there the, 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 the whole freaking deliberation was the whole small versus big argument until ashley was just like okay let's just get to this like period queen shut the fuck up let's go so the deliberation goes, everybody votes, you know, blase, blase, and Anissa and Fessy are the house votes. No shocker. Nobody's shocked. Nobody's gagging. So let's just go right into the elimination, which is titled Asset Destruction. And the objective is to pull a crate of, like, balls down a rolling rack. You have to pull it over, pull the balls out. Then you have to throw the balls against this wall of, like, you know, skulls. Um, there are 13 holes that you have to do, but there are more than 13, like, skulls that you can break through, quote-unquote. Some of the skulls that you can, quote-unquote, break through, you can't actually because they're hard. So you kind of just got to, like, keep testing your luck. 
So we start the challenge off. Um, Anissa versus Tori. And Anissa pulls the fuck out of it. Like, literally. Literally pulls the fuck out of it. No time. Eats it up. Gets the balls down. Gets started. Tori pulls it down the rolling rack but when it comes time to pull the crate of balls over so they can fall out and she can grab them she cannot do it for the love of god she can't do it and it's just like girl yeah tough titty you talked all that mother shit about all these bitches being weak and you can't even pull this crate of balls over and then mind you anisa is flying through and by the time Tori gets her balls down, Anissa has hit out her 10th skull. You have to hit 13 to win. So, you kind of see Tori kind of... Everybody's piping Tori up in the confessionals. Like, oh, she's beasting through, she's beasting through. Not really. Anissa just slows down. Anissa slows down. She kind of just, you know... If you're at a vantage point like that, 10 versus 9... You have a second, a split second to catch your breath, get your bearings before going back in. Kind of like how Davon was when she was in the elimination, well, that redemption round against Paulie and Natalie with her and Jose, and they had to pull the hammer through the wall. And she stopped, she summoned the power of the Black Panther, and then she went. And that's how she went. You know, that's how she won. And that's kind of the strategy. You know, whatever. She took her break, but ultimately, ultimately, Anissa wins. And that just goes to show, don't count Anissa out. People have been counting Anissa out forever. What was the last season that people didn't count Anissa out? Probably Battle of the Bloodlines, literally. I think that probably was the last season people didn't count Anissa out. She was on seasons and seasons after that. So the fact that people have been counting Anissa out for years, why? She has a track record. This is her 10th elimination win. Girl, bye. Like, yeah. Anyways, don't count Anissa out. Put some respect on Anissa's name. Let's get to the um post, post, post elimination for this episode. So Anissa can drop Leroy as a partner. She does. And she shakes the motherfucking room as the queen that she is, as she motherfucking should. She shakes the room and takes back her old partner, who just was so disgusted with her from the jump. Takes him back. Yeah, bitch. Come down here and eat this motherfucking pussy. Hello. She takes him back. And that leaves Leroy Rogue. And Casey has the option to take Leroy or Devin. She takes Leroy back, her old partner. And this leaves Devin Rogue, which means I'm annoyed because we have to deal with Devin for like at least two more episodes because he's Rogue, which means he's safe from the next elimination. Then we go through a girls. Then we have to get through another guy to even see if he can even go in again. I'm annoyed. I hate him. I don't like seeing him on my TV screen, whatever. And this is where we end off this recap of standard definition my challenge recaps my version my way or the motherfucking highway i will see y'all when i recap the next episode of rupaul's drag race right here on standard definition right here on all your platforms follow me on instagram i never even tell y'all to follow me on instagram follow the freaking 
pod Instagram as standard definition, one D in the middle between the end of the D on the standard and the D in the definition. And follow me on Instagram at nor never none. That's N O R N E V E R N O N N E E E E E. It's like, no, follow me on Instagram at nor never none. Yeah. Basically, for real.